Hi, and welcome to the Hague Tech Podcast. I'm sitting here today with my co-host, Thomas, and our guest, Brian Garibon, who's the founder of the Hague Tech Storm Delta and Jungesven Technique. And we just want to get a sense of uh, the mission of the Hague Tech and get to know Brian and see where it goes from there. So how are you doing? I'm doing well today. And you started all of this that we're, we're now working in how, how how did that come like what what were the problems that drove you to start the Hague Tech so what we see here in the Hague that there's a large technology community a lot of people have been talking about how can we actually unite the community uh, a lot of people were talking about a hub and uh, basically we were actually looking for new office space we invite our partners to help us look for an office space and it, uh, it grew out it grew out to be like this yeah, and uh, I remember when I first got here, you, you took me into an empty conference room where there were no tables, there were no chairs, and you grabbed two beanbag chairs and just put it in the middle of the room because everything's still a bit in flux. And yeah, yeah, it's work in progress, work in progress. So what has been done so far that you want to see improved on? Like, what is the plan moving forward for the Hague Tech? So right now, the, the important part is that we have uh, a community, actually. So when you start with a building, it's, this building is 11,000 square meters, you have to have a plan. And our plan is also because when, when we work with startups, we iterate. We start somewhere small and we add layers and layers on top of it. And um, our idea was basically to see who in The Hague wants to be a part of the technology scene here, who is actually looking for other co-founders to, to, to meet, to spar with, to innovate together, and from there actually build the community to actually have people here. And that's actually the thing that we've been doing the last six months. And right now, uh, we uh, <coughs> after six months, we have 150 members. And right now, what we're actually focusing on is actually having the programming here within the Hague Tech and organizing the fact that we have so many smart people here that we actually also use our, our skills, our intelligence to uh, be challenged with, with problems that the city is facing or the Netherlands is facing and solve them together. So, and that is basically uh, what you're going to focus on the next six coming months. Yeah, it's, it's exciting to hear. And yeah, I'm just wondering, um, you know, the community and, and people who work here, can you mention three expertise within the building at the moment you like most within your community? The three kind of expertise. Now, so in a sense, when, when, you're, when you're bringing technology to the market, um, I think it's a quite a misconception that it is only done by engineers. Mm -hmm. um, I think that the success of a, of a, of a technology startup, maybe 10% of it is the technology, and 90% is everything else. That's sales, marketing, um, and changing the mindset of people, uh, making business deals, making people understand your vision. So you need to have a multidisciplinary teams. And I see that here within DAG Text, we're developing a quite nice multidisciplinary environment and um, what I always like to say is when you, when, you, when you want to start a startup, you need three people, right? You need a hipster, a hacker, and a hustler. Well, what do you mean with that? So a hacker um, is, 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 is like a software engineer, is somebody who really understands the product, how it works internally. Uh, the hipster is, 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 a, is a guy or a girl that really knows how to make it like a unique spin of it, so like unique user engagement to make something, to, to, to present something that it is completely new. And basically the hustler, um, it's all in the name, is the guy that is ensuring that, that, that you get launching customers, that you get follow-up investors, that there'll be contracts, strategic alliances. And what are you, Brian, hipster, hacker or hustler? Well, I'm definitely not a hipster, that's for sure. Um, 
Um, I, I, I like to be part of the, of, of, of the content. So in that sense, I'm a hacker. Also, my background is software engineering. I think it makes sense that I'm a hacker. But for the role that I have right now, I guess it's the hustler. Um, so also, I, I'm, I'm a lot of focus on the strategy, seeing okay, with, with kind, which kind of partners do we want to work with and um, trying to make that happen. Hmm. Um, and is there at the moment a sort of equal balance of those three parties within the community or do we need more or less of... Mm, so it's quite hard to say, but I think for DHEC right now, one of the things that we are not doing is active marketing. And I think that might also be a sign that we don't have uh, that many hipsters, but maybe also on the, other on the other hand, we haven't really mobilized the hipsters just yet. And that might also be a part of, because I don't really understand the marketing story or, or how, how, how to drive user engagement, I think that is something we need to ask the community because I definitely see that there's some people, hipsters here, that could help us out. And that's why we're being super hip with a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you drive the hipsters in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Feel free to join, guys, wherever you are. <laughs> Hipster or not, preferably hipster <laughs> hipsters but but again you know you need you need all kind of box of life uh, when you're when you're bringing uh, technology to the market so uh, it's an invitation to everybody but also you know you have you have these three different roles a, hi a hipster a hacker and a hustler um, you don't necessarily need to identify with with one of either roles I mean if you're a hacker and you know a lot about ma marketing uh, that, that that is a possibility and you're of course welcome too. basically it doesn't really matter where you come from it is the question that we ask when members come here: So, what are you coming? What 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 can you give to the community? What's the thing that you're providing that makes uh, makes our community stronger? Um, and it doesn't really matter where you come from because um, there's so much going on. There's so many challenges that we face. Um, there's always a shortage of smart people. And can can you think of someone who came to the community and really surprised you by being from such a different place, from coming in with something that? You, you maybe didn't know that we needed, but you saw that having something from such a, someone from such a different background could be so influential. <laughs> well, uh, one of the minds that come, uh, comes comes uh, one of the names that come to mind, of course, you. <laughs> but thanks for the shameless plug. <laughs> um, but also, what I saw. Nice what set I, up, uh, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. No, but also what what I see, um, what I was really surprised to see is that there were people from the fashion tech industry actually joining our community to see whether they could, they know that they need to innovate, they don't really know how just yet, so they're also orientating, but also on the other hand, they, they, they clearly state what they, what they can provide to the community. And then it's also up to the community, okay, to make the, to make the, the connections and um, uh, basically the ad, uh, use the assets that they provide. Um, but I was really surprised to hear that. It's pretty cool because I hear a lot about fashion tech and usually I have, uh, I, I, I'm not uh, acquiring fashion tech specifically, but there's a lot of fashion uh, fashion tech things going on. So I was really surprised to hear that and uh, I'm really glad to hear it as well. So you said they're acquiring fashion tech, hmm. which is looking from the mindset of, you, you of course also run a VC firm and not a VC bad words. You you run an investment company as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and are are you looking for that to be part of what you do here at the Hague Tech, or is that just another part that you bring to the table and being able to provide possible investments? Uh, of course, yes. I mean, if you have smart people here with companies that generate deal flow, um, it is not necessarily the reason why we have the Hick Tech. Um, I think it is like an asset, but it's also the question on how you 
uh, present DHEC Tech. I do not believe that DHEC Tech is a co-working space. A, a co-working is just a consequence of what we do. Um, I w I'd, I'd rather label DHEC Tech as an innovation hub. And an element within the innovation hub could be an investment firm. So, we, we, um, <laughs> there it is. we finally get to use the, the, our, our little horn here, which is the fact that we don't want the words innovation or impact <laughs> actually being used, because we, we'd appreciate it if you could actually explain what you mean by an innovation hub. Is that, That's entirely buzzword generated, and what does that actually mean in terms of what comes out of it and what goes into the thinking of what it brings. How, how would you reframe it as an innovation hub without <laughs> using innovation? So I guess you know innovation is it, it, it's just an it's, it's an it's an it's an empty label. It's basically uh, trying to give a name on people trying to make progress in business or or societal. Um, everything is everybody's telling is wow innovation that's really something from 2017. Everybody needs to innovate. We're all in this huge innovation theater, but basically we just labeled something on a very, very human aspect. We try something and we say, okay, this works, but it could work better. So we try to iterate on that. And we've been doing that for 10,000s of years. So we're creating a place where a human can progress. Yeah. But I've, 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 and that's so much less buzzwordy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, how, how I see it, the future is not a consequence of time. The future is a consequence of, 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 of effort and, and having, uh, having people together to reflect on what they've been doing and, and thinking on how to do it better. Um, that is what the future means for me. Um, and I think that this some, it's very, a very superhuman uh, human characteristic. Talking about you and, and your future, what, what's your fu where, where are you within five years now? Within five years, um, the one, one of the, the most important missions that I'm right now um, is is to change the mindset, basically, of, of, of people and, and which people? I mean, people in general, or mindset? people in the Hague, or in people in general, I guess, because everybody has a part in technology. Technology is what what unites us. The fact that we are speaking, uh, that we are using language, language is a technology, because we are trying to improve upon something. Um, but you can improve on, 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 on different kinds of fronts, and I think that the, the fronts that we are currently improving on is not necessarily beneficial for everybody. Um, I think that that, the, that that we are facing some very, very large problems, and nobody's actually addressing that. And you I want to- name one? And, and well, can you can you name some of the problems that you think that we shouldn't be focusing on that you're trying to fix? <laughs> because we we know you've written a bit about this and want to get your true take on what is out there that you don't maybe as a business should be out there, but as a societal improvement shouldn't. <laughs> so, you know, when I get home late, um, the thing that I really like to do is to just check my Twitter feed and check some social media, see what's going on in the world. And I stumbled yesterday on this post by Mashable, and uh, they were they were promoting this startup that has designed a pen that you can draw on coffee. And I was thinking about all the people that spent at least a year on thinking on that, all the venture capital that's been going into that. Uh, to me, that is that is a waste of time. That's a waste of talent. Everybody's saying talent. We have a shortage of talent. No, I don't think so. I think we have our talent really badly coordinated. Um, but one of the things that, that really touched me, um, I was in San Francisco like a month ago, and you're talking to people, venture capitalists, and they say, welcome to San Francisco, the new capital of Silicon Valley. So you, you walk through, you see the, the new office of Uber, you see the new office of Twitter, you see LinkedIn being there. So cool, man, a lot of tech people are, are now transferring their, their offices from Palo Alto to, to, to San Francisco, great thing. 
but you walk in the streets, you see so many homeless people, and and you're walking there, and people they're telling you, look how 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 well we're taking care of our homeless people. Look, we're in a Californian climate; uh, nobody dies of cold weather here, and if they're hungry, we provide food. We're such good people, and I I I just cannot understand what is going on with the fact that I'm talking with people who own so much money, that I'm talking with so, 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 with super intelligent people that are driving uh, innovation and uh, software innovation forward. <laughs> are driving software forward, uh, Thank technology. You. <laughs> uh, why isn't anybody thinking, why, why aren't we going to disrupt the homelessness business? So why, why aren't we going to use is the, the knowledge and the money business? we have for good? Because I, I feel everything like, can be a business. Okay, because I feel like it makes complete sense. But then everything's being built on business models. Every VC wants you to come in with a revenue model, wants you to come in with projections. How, how do you do that in the case of homelessness? Because then does it does it really have to change at the startup level? Where does that no, change no, happen? Definitely not. Because but maybe it's not the starting point for how do you do that, but the fact that there is a lot of talent forehand in San Francisco. And the fact that the talent uh, in the perception of Brian is only used for commercial good instead of societal good. Or is there, so, is so, there a friction so, between, you know, doing no, it for society, doing no, it for... No, no, no. Because also what you're saying, so basically what you're saying is how, how, do you, how, do you, how do you build a business model around a non-existing market? That's exactly what startups do. So in that sense, it, it, it should make perfect sense, but it's just not happening. Um, why should it be commercial um, or a business model? It's about sustainability. It's not about per se making money. Money is just a means. But it, it's basically the most important thing for companies not to make profit is to be sustainable, to to exist in in the next coming twenty years. And that is why a, a business uh, a model is 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 of, of vital importance for any initiative or or, or company or what whatsoever. Um, how, how to solve the, solve the homelessness problem? I don't know. But that's why we have people to say, okay, let's try to figure out that space and see what we, what we can do. Is it possible? Yes, it should be possible. Look, for example, at, 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 the, at, at, the, at the model of couchsurfing, right? So there was a large problem. It's okay, cool, I want to stay in a foreign city. I want to sleep a couple of nights, uh, but I just cannot ring any doorbell uh, and just uh, come in because there's this trust issue. So people, they set up this forum called Couchsurfing and people could meet each other and uh, super interesting people. They, 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 they found new experiences, met new people. Not a sustainable concept because it, 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 the business model was based on donations. Then, then people from Airbnb came along, they said, cool, cool model. We can monetize this basically, make this in, in a sustainable business that can run for years and years and years. Um, and basically they solved the same problem as couchsurfing, but only in a sustainable manner. So you can see that in a very short time, we can take certain societal problems, build a business model around it uh, and, and solve it. So I, I believe that that kind of model uh, you can you can place on any problem. It's just basically there are some questions that you need to figure out. Some of them are easier and some of them are harder. And this I guess is a very hard problem. So what you're saying by example of the the coffee pen, uh, everybody's <laughs> taking the easy road. Yeah. And you want to change that with the egg tech? Yeah, yeah. And so I the egg tech is not the easy road. 
No, of course not. Mm. Um, I, I, I think also the more time that we invest in a harder problem, the bigger the, the payoff is, whether it might be financially or, or, or societal. Uh, I mean, there's always a, a means. The reason why I started DHEC is because I want to be surrounded with people smarter than me. Mm. So you need to create that kind of environment. And did you already achieve that goal? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, he was no. looking for his own plug. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. There, there are people from different kind of sectors and different kind of businesses that inspire me every day. So when I'm walking past uh, the lunch table um, every day and I hear people talking about topics I had never heard of before, I really like to engage with these people and hear where they're coming from and what, they, what inspires them and learn from it as well. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's great to hear that you're already seeing the progress of what's happening. Mm. And um, I, I'd like to thank you for taking the time with us today. And so everyone knows we're going to be doing continuous updates around the community and around your work, as well as your co-founders with The Hague Tech. And I, I think personally, I'm excited to hear how everything grows and to be a part of it. And I'd like to thank everyone for listening and to make sure to, to subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, and SoundCloud. And also to check us out at thehagetech.nl and to thank our media production and our sponsorship in the new media studio. And to thank Martine for all of his hard work in directing and producing us. And to thank again my co-host Thomas and our guest Brian and let let you guys mull on how do we fix homelessness that's a, that's an interesting way to leave it for now <laughs> and so sadly I don't believe we'll have an answer for you next next episode but at, at least we'll be talking about similar things and trying to move forward on important ideas yeah and if you have any idea just give us a shout out yeah great and thank you so much and look forward to hiring you next time <laughs>